Welcome, Black Equity listeners. Welcome to the show. This is episode 183. We're going to dive into a new project that has come out that has just hit the digital streets. And I want to take a look at it and see what wisdom we can pick up from this. Uh, So without further ado, let's dive into episode 183. And this is Cream. We find ourselves taking in a new project here on Black Equity that has just touched down. So depending on who you are and what you listen to, one of the greatest rap groups of all time is the Wu-Tang Clan. Now, they appeared in the early 90s and they changed the game forever. I picked up uh, my first Wu listen was the single Cream. That's the first single I heard where I said, "Okay, well, who is this? And I believe that got even nominated uh, for a Grammy, if I'm not mistaken, because I believe the first time I've I heard about Cream, it was the CD that came out saying uh, this year's nominated uh, tracks. And I believe one was uh, Tupac's I Get Around. One was Wu-Tang Cream. And it was a few other tracks that had came out that year that were all nominated uh, for some type of an award. Maybe it wasn't Grammys. Maybe it was the uh, MTV, Yo, Yo MTV Raps type of award. But I remember the CD came out with this compilation of all these different artists. And so I'm listening to Cream and I'm I'm trying to, you know, dissect, well, what is, what is Cream? You got to remember, this is my first time hearing it. So I don't really understand. So then as I'm listening to the chorus, it's telling me, Yo, this is what cream is. Cream is cash rules everything around me. And so I get sucked into this Wu-Tang Clan world and listening to the lyrics. And there's some music that they make. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. And then there's a lot of the other music that they made I found to be very deep, very insightful. And I arguably, I can't see too many other groups better than Wu-Tang Clan. I mean, many people would say Tribe Called Quest. Uh, the roots, those are those are some of your top ones. The outcast, uh, you know, there's no wrong answer. Uh, some people love the dog pound, mob deep. Uh, just depends on what you love. And I'm missing one, you know. Please forgive me. Uh, but there's really not much argument that Wu Tang Clan is one of the top uh, hip hop groups of all time. And so we fast forward to 2019 and. Here I am. Now there's a whole show being made about Wu-Tang. Would I would I have guessed that my childhood of running into hip hop and finding out all this great information, the same thing that our parents and our grandparents are saying, don't listen to that. Don't pick that up. Hip hop has now become a global uh, brand. It has become uh, really where a lot of young Black entrepreneurs are able to rise up and create uh, their own uh, income from their own cash flow from. And hip hop has, you know, skyrocketed into uh, mainstream. And really, it was always mainstream. It just took time for people to find it. So we we fast forward to 2019 and now there's a TV show 
dedicated to it. Now, I'm looking at the rollout of this. I'm looking at where Wu-Tang is uh, coming out on. It's coming out on Hulu. And so what Hulu was doing, and I think it's brilliant, what Hulu was doing is they're starting to realize that in order to build your brand, this is what every great... uh, Every great TV channel out there, what they do first is they build their platforms around black culture. <laughs> and then when it's time to you know, sell off, then they, uh, they, they do less black and they focus more on a wider audience. I don't know if that's what Hulu's going to do here, but for the longest time, people felt like Hulu doesn't really have that original programming that caters to black culture. And so what you're seeing is them pumping more and more money into projects like this. So we have to kind of, you know, look behind the scenes here and see, well, what exactly is going on as far as the black equity involved? So just to give a little bit of backdrop, it's called Wu-Tang, an American saga. Okay, it's a new drama miniseries. And it says inspired by the Wu-Tang Manual and the Tao of Wu and based on the true story of the Wu-Tang Clan set in the early 90s, New York, at the height of the crack cocaine epidemic. The show tracks the clan's formation, a vision of Bobby uh, Diggs, a.k.a. the RZA, who strives to unite a dozen young black men that are torn between music and crime, but eventually rise to become the unlikeliest of American success stories. And so I had a chance to listen, uh, watch the first episode. First episode is called Can It All Be So Simple, which I believe is actually one of the track, uh, one of the tracks that they had in the past. And I wouldn't be surprised if every single episode ends up being some type of play off of all the different music that they've put together, which would only make you know, the most sense. The, the beautiful part about this for me is I grew up listening to Wu-Tang, but I never understood their story. I don't know if anyone had a, a chance to really document, well, who the heck is Wu-Tang and where they come from? Of course, you know, uh, going into middle school and high school, people used to wear their Wu-Tang shirts and they would, you know, pick out who their favorite person was. And it, it really took hold of the entire culture, um, especially if you love lyricism, if you love uh, putting dope words together and and making things rhyme that aren't supposed to rhyme and thinking deeper. Uh, So they they created this whole concept of Shaolin and all these great uh, different ideas uh, around black culture. So it leads us to the show, right? Uh, How much money is, is tied to this? You know, we would have to go and look and look at some news articles and, and see, well, why is Hulu putting money on this? Uh, so let's look at there's a new uh, there's a New York Times article that comes out at the height of this coming out, uh, this show coming out by Gabe Kahn. And he's talking about what streaming and he he gives a highlight of the Wu-Tang Clan uh, saga, uh, the series that's on Hulu. The crazy part is Wu-Tang Clan wasn't just for black culture. I mean, it was. But funny, funny, it is a lot of uh, suburban white kids, even urban white kids gravitated towards Wu-Tang Clan music. They love it. And so I would not be surprised if this show is is going to resonate in more than just uh, our culture. It's going to resonate throughout the world. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be a show that's going to uh, necessarily <laughs> change the hearts and minds of people, 
But I do think that when you throw Wu-Tang Clan on something, that brand alone is going to bring in people that are interested. But they didn't they didn't do any uh, cut cutting anything short. You know, there's a lot of times where shows come out and you just look at it and you're like, who the hell put this together? Who the hell allowed for this to be greenlit? Oh, no, they got real actors. You got your girl. Uh, from Living Single, uh, what was her name? Uh, Pam on there? I can't remember her name. I have to pull it up. But I believe her real name is Erica Alexander. Okay, and she was on Living Living Single. They got a couple of A-list actors on here. Let me pull that up for you and see. Well, who are these these uh, A-list actors? Because they they got a lot of unknowns. I, I also believe ODB's, I believe his son, is playing him on the. Uh, actual show, but they have a couple of uh, A-list uh, actors, at least A-list for our community. Uh, Erica Alexander is playing one of the mothers on there, uh, and for those who don't know, she was on Living Single, and uh, as Maxine, I'm sorry, I said Pam. Uh, she played Maxine on uh, Living Single, so she uh, is a heavyweight in this game. Don't don't let it uh, confuse you. And also Dave East, uh, current rapper, uh, he plays Method Man and Shamik Moore. Now, I know that name from somewhere. I can't remember where I know him from, but he's also uh, heavy into this show as well. He was on the movie Dope, uh, Spider-Man and the show The Get Down. Uh, so they have some people that are recognizable faces and then they have also have a lot of people you may not know anything about. Uh, so this is a good time to learn about them and, and experience their journey. So as they're growing as actors and building their portfolio, they give us the blessing of being able to follow this story that a lot of people don't know. So the real question when we're looking at the black equity of this is what can we learn from this? What do we gather from a Wu-Tang Clan series on Hulu. What does it all mean? And how does cream play any part of this? I need I need to understand it. I need to understand that because that's going to reveal a lot of things when it comes to black equity. Let's take a break and let's look at that when we get back. What are some of the projects that I'm paying attention to in the culture? Right now, I'm studying the YBN Corday album. I think that is a great project. I'm also paying attention to the podcast uh, Melanin Boulevard. What a great, great uh, podcast. If you're not paying attention to it, you are definitely missing out. Uh, some of the guests that are on there are very uh, in-depth conversations. And I want everyone who is a Black Equity listener to head over to Melanin Boulevard and check out this podcast. We have the uh, link in our IG at Black Equity Network. And I want you to head over to that link and listen to that podcast. So those are the two projects that I'm currently paying attention to. Back to the show. So what did I gather from this first episode? What did I gather from the rollout? Well, they've been talking about this show for a couple of months now. Uh, the, the rollout, I think, is excellent. Uh, I think the platform is going to cause some people to maybe miss out. 
um, on on the show at first because I think some people haven't gravitated to Hulu yet. I think for our culture, Hulu isn't number one on the list of places to go and watch content. I think right now, uh, the number one place to watch content uh, for black culture, um, at least numbers wise, is a place like Netflix. Uh, I, th- I think uh, obviously the best place for me is, is quality TV. I love quality TV is a really great app for black culture. But just for the numbers wise, I think Netflix holds that spot. And then I think premium television holds the other spot. I think uh, places like HBO, Showtime, Stars. Uh, I know there's another show that we'll be talking about in the future coming out on Epics. Uh, so uh, Hulu is probably the first place, but that's why it's a really great strategic partnership for Wu-Tang. Here's why. Your strategic partnership shouldn't always be the smoking gun. If who, if if Wu-Tang signs a deal to be on MTV, yeah, I guess that fits, but it doesn't elevate the brand any. You know, it's, it's expected. If it, if they go on Netflix, I mean, that's that's dope. But then they lose leverage because can you really get the best uh, amount of budget when it comes to uh, Netflix? Because they have so many different projects coming through. You know, where would Netflix, uh, where would Wu-Tang be on the list of priorities? So the the greatest strategic partnerships aren't always the most obvious. Sometimes it's working with a brand that has everything in place, but they actually have a void in the marketplace for what you can provide. That then adds significant value to every party involved. So your your two greatest options to me, uh, if you're not going with the Netflix option, if you're not going with a place like Quality TV, your best option if you're Wu-Tang and you own this brand and you're trying to get this show out, is to show up on Hulu or show up on Amazon. That's where the money is going to be flowing over the next three to five years. So content creators, if you're trying to pitch your ideas, first of all, I would love to speak with you. But if you already have your project going and you don't necessarily need to work with Black Equity Network, you already have everything in place and you're trying to figure out, well, where should I go? Well, one great thing to do is consider, well, who needs you? Not who wants you, who needs you? Go where you're needed, not where you're wanted. (laughs) Where you're wanted is cool. Hulu needs this because they need to tap into uh, this brand. They need to tap into this market. They need to tap into this culture. And so they're going to probably pay more money up front to have access to the Wu-Tang Clan uh, brand and them traveling all overseas. Wu-Tang Clan ha- has a brand that travels internationally, not just uh, domestically. So this is a great partnership for both sides. So as you're building your portfolio and you're working with different people, not always working with uh, the obvious choice is the best thing. Sometimes you kind of have to go outside of of what is traditional in order to really elevate your brand. I think this is a really great strategic move. Now, what else do you gather from this? Well, the content itself, what I was saying earlier, is it's top level. And there's some things in this first episode that I want everyone to gather. The thing that really changed, because the main character is RZA, 
And they call him Bobby because he's Bobby at the time. Uh, it's, it's a coming of age story. So we get to see a lot of these people before they become Wu-Tang. They're not Wu-Tang Clan in the first episode, y'all. So there's no spoilers or anything like that. This is a series that's going to get us there. It's a mini series that's going to get us to the evolution of this brand, the evolution of this group. And so the main character, Bobby, who eventually becomes RZA, which he is part of this project. He's doing the music on there. I think he's even doing some type of executive producing. So that means that the story is going to be uh, as authentic and as true as they remember it to be, uh, as far as I know. You would think with RZA being involved in it, that's going to be key. So that's your second thing right there. So the first the first element that we're looking at is, wow, this is beautiful that they partnered with Hulu. Awesome. Number two, the people that are involved in the handling of the project actually care about it. That's always going to be key. So if you're doing a partnership, make sure you have people, no matter who you're partnering with, that have the executive decisions and the creative decisions. Uh, they have the creative power to make sure that it stays authentic, no matter what it is. No matter what the brand deal is, no matter what the cross promotion is, you have to make sure that you're not just handing over your creative control. I've seen that. I think we talked about that before, about the shy, about how it was basically handed over and, you know, uh, Lena Wave didn't have any type of decision on casting or anything like that. I hope that RZA being involved here didn't just sign everything over and knowing who RZA is, knowing uh, who Wu-Tang is, they're not just handing it over to anyone. But see, you, you get that kind of leverage when you've built your brand up. Lena Waif didn't have that kind of leverage when she got into the game. At least she didn't think she did. Wu-Tang's been around for over 20 years. Minimum. <laughs> I mean, we're probably closer to, to 25, if not closer to 30. I mean, we are approaching, you know, almost 30 years. But we'll, we'll keep it at about 25 years of existence in this game. And so when you're dealing with 25 years of history, Hulu can't mess with that. They, you, you give over that kind of creative control to, to a brand like that. Uh, that what did you do all that work for? What was everything for if you're just handing it over? So that's that second piece of this. It's, it's cool that you get the Hulu connection, but it's even better that you keep creative control. That's the key to a great strategic partnership. And you'll see us talking about that a lot uh, throughout the different things that happen on a day-to-day basis. Because everything, when it comes to equity, it really just means strategic partnerships. Who am I bringing to the table to elevate what I'm trying to accomplish? And in this case, Wu-Tang brings in Hulu to get their story elevated to another level. Now, what does this do? This then ties into Hulu and Spotify having a deal. Who, If you sign up with premium Spotify, you get access to Hulu. See, those two have a strategic partnership. And so when I'm listening to music on here or I'm remembering a song, well, guess what they're going to promote? They're going to promote it over on Spotify. And Spotify is going to promote Wu-Tang uh, to go to Hulu. And so when you get Hulu, you're getting uh, potentially you're getting an opportunity to be, you know, front and center on Spotify. It all connects. It all connects. And by bringing this brand in here, I'm looking at some of the advertising. They got top level companies coming in and advertising uh, on this particular uh, show. 
I'm seeing, you know, place uh, people like Microsoft, uh, McDonald's, top level brands saying, oh, I want a piece of this advertising that's coming with this piece of content. Now, the third thing that I notice is they're, they're putting it out in pieces. They're not just saying, well, here's all 12 episodes or however many it's going to be. They've only given us three episodes to start off with. So you can watch those three. And then at the end of it, it says to you know continue watching, uh, come back next Wednesday. So now I've already bought my Hulu or I got my 30 day subscription. And now I'm going to be glued in every Wednesday to get my new episodes. That is how you create brand loyalty. Spotify, uh, not Spotify, Netflix is doing that a little bit, but this is this is a better rollout. Now I know that if I'm getting these three episodes, I need to cherish them for a week. Or if I watch them all in one day, that I, I need to be prepared to not have another episode for another seven days. This is key, my friends. This is a, a beautiful time in, in the digital space. For us to really soak up game and soak up wisdom. And then the content itself is beautiful. Now, what does all this have to do with the premise of the show? Because cash rules everything around us. Cash rules everything around us. And because the dollars were put behind this project, that allows for all three of these opportunities to occur. Hulu decided we're going to start putting more money into programming. And then we're also going to make sure we cater to a black audience. And what better way to do that than to start partnering with the top hip hop brands and top black companies in the space. Now, if you don't like this deal, if you don't think that they should have worked with Hulu, I want to hear from you. Who would have been a better option for them? Where should Wu-Tang have gone with their with their with their content? What better deal could they have made? Check out the show. Tell me what you think. Do you like the show? Do you see where this is going? Do you like the content? What could be better about the storyline? These are the conversations I want to make sure that we're having here on Black Equity. And then if you're interested, come on the show and let's sit down and let's talk about what you feel about this particular uh, episode and this particular series. I think this is a really great strategic partnership. I would have loved for Wu-Tang Clan to partner with a Black-owned streaming service. But we have to get our streaming services to the point where everybody's paying attention or that we put enough money behind it. It has to. You can't just be a Black-owned streaming service. We also have to have the necessary capital to make sure that we have high level quality. All these things are important in this game of business because... At the end of everything, cash rules everything around me. Cash rules everything. But before the cash can rule, you have to make sure you keep your creative uh, integrity. If you're not keeping your creative integrity, it won't matter how much cash is being thrown. Because once you turn it on, if the, if the creative control wasn't there and you see that this isn't a really good product, nobody's going to watch past episode one. But I know what I'm doing as soon as I end this episode. I got to go watch episode two. The question is, are you going to join me?